This episode of the most useful podcast ever is brought to you by Braintree. Are you looking to set up payments for your business? Braintree gives your app or website a payment solution that accepts just about every payment method with one simple integration. Plus, we'll give you your first $50,000 in transactions fee-free. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com useful. That's braintreepayments.com useful. This episode of the most useful podcast ever is also brought to you by CardsDirect.com. With over 5,000 cards to choose from, you can design the perfect holiday cards with CardsDirect.com. The holidays are just a few weeks away, so create your cards today. Plus, save 25% off at checkout when you visit CardsDirect.com useful. That's CardsDirect.com useful. I personally am awful at carving turkeys, which is why I cook them and make somebody else do that part. Somebody else who does that is Wiley Dufresne, who is our guest on today's podcast. He is the founding chef of New York City's WD-50 and an all-around brilliant culinary dude. He came by to help us deconstruct a chicken, which, while not a turkey, is awfully similar. On our testing table, we also find out about a shirt that's supposed to enhance your athletic performance with copper, and we try to break an unbreakable phone, which is something I'm really good at. I'm Jacqueline Detweiler, and this is the most useful podcast ever. this year with custom holiday cards from CardsDirect.com. Whether it's for your family or business, CardsDirect.com has you covered with traditional and corporate cards and a variety of unique printing formats. You can add a photo, logo, or a custom message. And with over 5,000 cards to choose from, you're sure to create the perfect holiday card. Plus, with express shipping, they'll be here quick, just like the holidays. Listeners to the most useful podcast ever will save an extra 25% off at CardsDirect.com useful. So don't wait. Christmas is only four weeks away. Visit cardsdirect.com slash useful. That's cardsdirect.com slash useful. So we have with us Wiley Dufresne, who is the founding chef of WD50, which is unfortunately now closed, was a wonderful, wonderful restaurant. Um, He's also an awesome chef. He will be opening a new restaurant in the new year in the financial district, which is as yet unnamed, I believe. Um, welcome, Wiley. Thank you. Very excited to be here. And Wiley, we brought him a terrible chicken from Whole Foods <laughs> that he is going to demonstrate how to disassemble as if it were a turkey. Uh, and then we also have with us Peter Martin, our executive editor, who will later be telling us about a copper-infused T-shirt that you tried. Are you wearing it now? I'm not. I should have. I'm sorry. That's I, well. I, I can't imagine what it would look what you'd look like in this <laughs> office wearing that. <laughs> Um, I'm wearing it. Oh, oh, oh my God. How'd you get it? It's amazing. Um, and then we also have Alex George, who is our tech editor. You have a cement block. Cement block and a phone that we're going to try and um, we're going to try and find its breaking point. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. Um, so to start with Wiley, um, I am really bad at disassembling turkeys. That's why I end up cooking them always. And then I make somebody else cut it open because I feel like I'm just going to embarrass myself. And I know that you said that that's pretty common. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Carving the bird is something that a lot of people find intimidating. So we're, uh, which is a role I I like to do. I like to take that spot. I like to take the, it's an easy task in some ways, but I understand how it can be intimidating, but we're going to try to break it down uh, literally and figuratively fairly simply for you. Have you guys, have either of you guys ever carved a turkey? This is resonating. I'm thinking of, I'm just hitting the age where at a gathering, everyone is like, well, we need somebody to do this right now. And then the whole table turns towards you and expects you to do something like this. What age is that 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 happens? 
I'm 28 now. Wiley, do you consider that young or old? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what <laughs> the official carving turkey age is. It is something that I would ho- like, like, like to be proud to be able to do in front of that. Because you're, it's a stage. You're responsible for it, and everybody's going to see the final product. So I, it is. Yeah, I think it's up there with changing a tire and starting a fire and yeah. things like that we should know how to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's once you have your own home and you can invite people over, then you have to be able to do Then this. you're the man of the house or yeah. woman or, of the house. Yeah. So, Wiley, what equipment do you have there? Um, generally, there, there's two things that I favor, and that is a, um, a straight-edged uh, fork. Typically, carving utensils, you, even historically, they have a bend to them. Um, but I find the, the, the straight-tined fork to be I- ideal for this because you can run your knife right down the edge. And when it's curved, it's a little bit more challenging. You, uh-huh. can, you can, of course, turn the fork so the, the tines bend towards you. Um, but, but when it's straight like this, I think it allows uh, ease, ease of use. Right. And that's you brought that, actually. What, this what is, is the, this which is one is mine. This is uh, uh, the one I favor. This is made by a company called F. Dick. Uh-huh. Uh, it's German. Um, and then a small uh, knife... Similar to this, there are specific poultry knives that you mm-hmm. can use, mm-hmm. um, but a, or a small boning knife. Um, this is what they call a petty. Um, it's probably a six, six and a half inch bladed knife, but it's it's pretty short and it, it works nicely as sort of an extension of your index finger. Okay. Which is sort of how we're going to work it. All right. Do you prefer a standard knife to? My dad always had the the electric carving knife that he used. Well, I, electric <laughs> knives are fun. Um, you know, I like that. <laughs> it's really nice, but I, I I like them for other things. They're good for cutting through like pastries. If you had like a Wellington steak, Wellington beef, Wellington, okay. yeah. or uh, other things like that. Uh, terrines they're nice for cutting cutting through um but i don't favor them for for carving well let's uh let's get started then i guess okay so we're gonna we're gonna take this um this lost soul here <laughs> out of the out of the packaging well and you mentioned before we started recording that a badly cooked bird is a much harder bird to cut it, it is harder to handle things that want to fall apart. And when something is overcooked, it tends to want to fall apart. And this is a, a bird that has um, gone all the way down the road. <laughs> so um, not to disparage anybody. But um, but it's it's sort of starting to do what we're going to do. You, you see here that you want to start with the legs. And um, typically the legs would be a little bit closer together. And what you want to do is you want to take your knife and go into the legs and sort of just help release them from the carcass. So the bird's on its back and the legs are kind of, you're cutting them so they're akimbo and yes, releasing it's, that it's way. It's sort of the classic shape right now. It's the, okay. it, 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 if it were trussed or tied, it would be, you know, legs crossed in the back. And we're starting with that. And then what you want to do is, is just sort of um, loosen, loosen that, that bit of legs, so yes, akimbo is a good word. Open them up like that, and then then what you'd you'd want to do is is actually just ever so gently break them. And there's a socket right there, the hinge where the where the hip is, mm-hmm. and you would just um, you would just pop that, and then at that point you can follow your knife right along there. If it were to offer a bit more resistance, <laughs> it's really falling um, apart. I feel. And then I feel like we don't even. We could have just like shaken the box. And, and then and that. then you release you release the leg like that. And then what you do, you could do the same on the other leg. Release it, pu- pull it pull it off. At which point you then just have 
have what we call the what that we call the airliner, which is just the just the <laughs> bird. It's referred to as an airliner because it, for obvious reasons, uh-huh. it looks like an airliner. Um, <laughs> Sorry, when you took the joints, when you popped the joint off, you got in there much more. I mean, this this bird aside, but you got in there much more easily than I have. Well, that's where I always run into problems where we have the leg cranked out to the side or trying to find the joint to get the knife in, and I just end up tearing the meat off. Yeah, you, I mean, it, the animal wants to help you. So again, it's the same sort of hip right. socket that you have, you know? And so you're just imagining that you're going in there and, and releasing, you can just let the knife sort of find its way in there. You can, you could pop right through it. You could, you could crack it. Um, but also you, you really can, can just kind of pull it away and it wants to come off. And then what you have is you have the drum and the thigh together. And then what you'll do is again, you'll go down holding them. You'll go right down into another socket. What would be like your kind of your knee, the Mm -hmm. joint of your knee, you go right into there and there's another socket and you can remove remove the thigh very nicely. That, the, was, the, the that is where I always screw up, is right there. I have no idea what I'm doing. You, you follow the contour of the bird, and mm-hmm. it's, it's going to help you out. And then what you're, what you're left with is, is the leg, which is kind of ready to go, and then the thigh, which you can, you can take the bone out or leave the bone in. That's really um, totally, totally up to you. Here, come over here. You want to try? Yeah, let's give it a shot. So you're just going gonna, gonna to take the knife... You're probably right-handed, so I would hold it with my index finger out, a little bit of an extension there, and then you're going to just go right right down that area, and you'll feel the joint right in there. Okay. So, and you seem like you were sawing a little bit before. I guess it doesn't even matter on this one. Well, on this one, no, but you see you see that? That's, that's, you're following the curve, and right, right there is the joint. You see that? Okay, that's yeah, the and ball joint, and socket. Our joint just fell right apart. But if this were a little stronger together, I would just pop the knife in. You would just push it, it in there, bit. twist it in there exactly, and it would find it would find that spot. And then you again would have have the other thigh. So you've got your two thighs and your leg right there. Right. Okay. If so you then were in my kitchen, I think that would be much easier for me. <laughs> well, it's this, it's, is, this it's, is the secret to carving a turkey: is have Wiley Dufresne in your right. kitchen at all well, times. Well, we could arrange that. I mean, <laughs> Now we're going to take the breast off, and so you're just going to go right down the breastplate, see, and toward the so in the center. Yeah, you're going to go right down the breastplate, and then again, what you're going to see is that you've got you go the 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 shape the rib cage wants to help you, so you're going to go right down that rib cage, Uh and then you're just going to slowly, ever so gently down. You're, you're down so you're the breastplate. You're like feathered strokes, kind of. Yeah, you're just going down the breastplate to yet another joint. I mean, it's all about understanding the anatomy of the bird is critical to the success of this process. Mm-hmm. So you're at another joint, and right? The joint's in the front end of the bird. Yeah, so and so there's see, there's another joint yeah, right there. It's, yeah. They're all ball and socket joints, and you're just getting in there and pulling them out. And so now, now you have your your turkey breast. Now we could take the other one off, but let's just say for the sake of argument, that we have taken it off and it's time to carve. And that's where this thing's not hot, so we're, we're able to use our hands, uh-huh. and it's not really critical that you have a fork. But it, it, presumably this is a very hot thing, and right. so it's, it's nice to have that fork to, to roll down. So right. you go right down the knife like that. So this is where you get those Norman Rockwell cuts that Correct. You can stack up. 
Correct. And what you want to do is you want to go against the grain. Again, the animal is helping you at all times know where to cut it. The, the grain or the, 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 the way the muscle fibers on the animal work are, are strong. So you want to cut, you want to cut perpendicular, perpendicular to them to, to make the, the, the bird more tender. So we know that the muscle fibers run from the back of the breast towards the point. So that being said, we're going to cut through them like that. Um, then when you're done, wh what is really a, a good part is what they call the oyster, and that's the two tiny little bits on the underside um, of the bird, and it's right where the, 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 the hinge of the ball in the socket meet, and they're two tiny, they're called oysters because of the shape of an oyster, huh. but the French have a great word for it. It's called the solilès, which means it's the fool who leaves it behind. <laughs> oh, that's so Which great. is such a great, a great way of saying, like, don't miss this part. And that's usually, that's what you get for carving, is you get to have that little bit under there. Just and don't even tell anyone. Yeah, you don't have to tell anyone. <laughs> it, they're tiny little, and, and you can't miss them. When you, go, when you flip the bird over, there are these two little pockets, and they're right, right in here. Um, and they're, they're just wonderful. They're, that's, it's, they're very tender. Again, I think that, uh, I would encourage people to try it and, and, and have fun with it and not be too intimidated by it. It's about understanding anatomy. You're going at like three different socket joints. And once you find them as, as you did, you just kind of work your way through them. Right. I learned woefully late in life to let steaks rest after cooking them. Is there any policy about when you cut into the bird? That is an excellent question. You should let virtually everything rest. A grilled cheese, French toast, steaks, turkey. You should let everything rest because everything kind of settles in a wonderful way. Um, you know, I was in a hurry last night making a grilled cheese, and I cut it open right out of the pan, boom, 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 and all the cheese just started to ooze out. You wait five minutes, let everything kind of settle down and cut it, and it holds together nicely. Food in general benefits from resting. Um, after you take it off of heat? After you take it off the heat. Uh, maybe not this one. <laughs> right. But, yeah, you should definitely let your turkey rest. I mean, a, a good-sized turkey could rest. I mean, you're going to cook that thing three, four hours. You could rest it 45 minutes. No problem. And let's just pause for a minute here to hear a word from our sponsors. This episode of The Most Useful Podcast Ever is brought to you by Braintree. It's code for easy mobile payments. Maybe you're working on the next Uber, Airbnb, or GitHub then why not use the same simple payment solution that helped these companies become what they are today? Braintree makes mobile payments so fast, easy, and seamless, it's almost magical. Add it to your app with just a few lines of code, and you're instantly ready to accept Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, credit cards, and even Bitcoin. And if some other way to pay comes along, we'll support that too. Braintree's fast payouts and continuous support mean you'll always be ready, whether you're earning your first dollar or your billionth. See fewer abandoned carts and more sales with Braintree's best-in-class mobile checkout experience. To check it out for yourself, visit braintreepayments.com slash useful. That's braintreepayments.com slash useful. We've been in the Popular Mechanics uh, workshop, and we're about to move on to our testing table. And I would like to see uh, what you're going to do to this phone to try to break it. What are the, um, what are the qualifications? What does it say that it can do? So this is the Motorola Droid Turbo 2. The big selling point is it's got all these layers on top of the glass and the display. The point is that it's not going to shatter. It's not going to drop, and you're, gonna, you're not going to pick it up. It's going to have those spider cracks on it. So what are the layers made of? You said layers. There's five layers of it. It's, 
there's polycarbonate, all these things. Basically to the effect of, you ever been to a hockey rink? You know the glass that they have on the boards there? It's this kind of, you know, it's this material that gets scuffed, it gets kind of, you know, can get dented and all that, but it's not going to shatter. And that's the idea behind it. So we're going to see if they actually made that work. Yeah, let's try to break it. All right. Where did you, where did you find a, sim- what is that? Typical prop around the popular mechanics. Office is a giant piece of cinder block. Would you do the honors, Wiley, and drop this? You want me to drop it? Yeah. As, Just face down? Yeah. Is that the way we're going to do it? As, yeah. And like, is there a way that phones break? Mo- like, I feel like face down is the way they break most commonly. Right? That's, how, that's how it's happened to me every time. You pick it up and you're like, oh, no, no. All right, so we're going to drop it face down. We're going to drop it face about down. About what, two feet? Is yeah, about, about two that feet? height. Uh, two feet. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Ooh, right. we've got some dust coming off that cinder block. It's still it, intact. It looks, it looks you, okay. You swipe it, it's okay. It looks okay. There's, uh, yeah, there's, a, I, I didn't closely inspect it to see if there those chips are on the screen, but yeah, it looks all right. Let's do it from Yeah, high, we can do, do it, it from, from ascending heights. Sizable distance. All right, it's about, what is that, four feet? Yeah. All right. It's about hip pocket to the ground. All right, three, two, one. Ooh, that bounced. Wow. Yeah, it looks, I mean, it looks, it looks, it looks okay. Still intact. It looks okay. That's amazing. Yeah, it's not like the graphics aren't broken or anything like that. No, it, the, looks, uh, it looks all right. So uh, the one thing that you kind of notice about it is because it has all these different layers that, you know, display, it's sli- it's a little bit dim. Like the, even on its like highest brightness, it doesn't look as good as like a, you know, a really bright iPhone or something like that. Should we go to one more level? Uh, yeah. Well, what's, what should, should we hit it with a hammer? We can hit it with a hammer. I've watched a couple of videos of this. So we have an S-Wing. This is a framing hammer. Um, Roy would like for whoever does it to wear safety glasses. I think that's a wise choice. Yeah. Um, so here, Peter Martin. Oh, my God. Peter Martin. waffle head on it. It does. <laughs> Peter Martin, here's, here are your safety glasses. What kind of force would you, uh, would you like from this? This is a 22-ounce <sighs> hammer. It's going to be tough. Yeah, this is going right. uh, to gonna break this phone. There's no way that this phone's going to not break. I'm just going to let the hammer fall from about a foot. I'm not going to put any extra force okay, behind okay. it. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Do we own this? <laughs> that. Did we sign a loan agreement for this? I should also mention that it retails for about $630. <laughs> um, okay, so, so, so I have a new phone. So a, a, um, a denser object would... It did not shatter the it phone. Did not, that would have it totally It just dented the screen. It. it didn't shatter the screen. So that is, that is good. It lived through that. Can, so now, could they theoretically peel this off? And, and I mean, can this be serviced? Is that part of its its claim? They don't advertise that part about it. It's not like now you send it in and they put a new couple <laughs> of layers back on and send it back to you. No, as far as I know, as I understand it, the the layering. See how it? So it's got a you, a dent you can definitely feel with your thumb. Uh, yeah, I, and I, it's, uh, it's changed forever. I mean, that is going down through the different layers, but. Is the touch screen still responding, it looks like? Yeah, it seems to still work, and um, it's not even that distorted, the image or anything. I mean, it clearly ruined the pixels behind the image, too, but it didn't ruin the screen, so you could use this. It'd be a lot easier to use this than a shattered phone screen. Which is good, because that's what you'll be using now <laughs> for, for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to Peter Martin's copper-infused T-shirt that he's not wearing. Um, I like your actual clothes. Those look nice. Um, what is Thank this? You. What is your copper infused T-shirt supposed to do? So you know the 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 wrist thing, the bracelets that golfers wear and some baseball players wear them. It's supposed to. They used to be all those old commercials where they would improve flexibility. 
doesn't really seem true, but people buy into it. Enough people buy into it that uh, they've now built it into shirts and other clothing. So I have a shirt. It's from a company called Active Edge, and it infuses the copper in the fabric of the shirt. It's supposed to, it promises to make you sleep better. It is supposed to make you work out better. Apparently you get a second wind when you're, when you're there. That you can run a little farther. so unlikely. Um, it also is supposed to increase your flexibility. So there were actual tests that I tried last night for the flexibility, and unfortunately... Did not matter. I would stand and reach down, try to touch my toes, see as far as I could go. And then I would wait a minute, put the shirt on, wait a minute so that the shirt's effects could kick in, and then try again. And it was uh, the exact same thing. How is this purported to work? I mean, copper is an element. And what, it's supposed to, it's supposed to just infuse through your skin? And I guess. And it actually would make more sense if it's in your shirt. You're getting more surface area than a bracelet. So you're probably getting a little more but of I it. But I mean, it just seems, it seems insane. I did wear it to the gym thinking maybe I would notice something um, in the shirt's defense, I'm hugely strong to begin with, so it's, it's hard to notice a difference. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. Mean to <laughs> um, I bet you are. You do CrossFit, right? It didn't. I didn't hope to talk about that. Oh, so I'm sorry. Some of us don't don't like to bring that up at every opportunity because it's shameful. Um, but yes, it's a lovely cult. Uh, yeah, but did not notice anything at all, and I slept in it. I didn't sleep any better. I sleep very badly, so I thought I was a good test patient for this, and it didn't do a thing. Huh. So I don't know. I, I wear the T-shirt to the gym now because I need to wear a T-shirt, and this is another T-shirt, but it is not because it improves my performance in any way. All right. Maybe you should take the phone with you to improve your performance. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you need a shirt made out of that phone material. That's true. And then you can drop <laughs> weights on it all you want, and you're all set. Done. Uh, if somebody invents that, we will test that, too. Yeah. So um, let's start by just going around and seeing who would want the Motorola Droid Turbo 2, which is the phone that we just tested. Um, Wiley, do you think you would, go, would you buy a phone like that? Would it be useful to you? I would, I would like features like that. Yeah. I mean, we, it's a, f- the kitchens are fairly rough on things. Um, you know, uh, we, our blenders are polycarb, um, as well for a good reason. They drop and do not shatter. Um, yeah, you know, my glasses are polycarb. You could shoot me in the face with a shotgun and. My glasses. Your eyes would, will be fine. My eyes will be fine. Um, so I can appreciate that that level of uh, r- ruggedness. I think, yeah, I, I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds. I think it sounds like a great idea. I do, I do too. A lot of fun. I have a crack in my phone screen right now. So I think it'd be great. Peter, what um, do you think? I think it's great. I would get it. I can't get used to Android interface. I'm too hooked on iOS. But otherwise, yeah, if they would put this in an iPhone, if Motorola wants to sell that technology, I would, I would absolutely buy it. And if, and if Apple wants, wants it, which... True. They and they already use a Gorilla Glass, which is pretty good, but obviously not good enough. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Alex? Yeah, for the same reasons. I, um, uh, traps in Apple's uh, interface. and uh, I can't get used to Android, but I think I love this idea. I think it is kind of calling out how this is this industrial standard that should probably change because it's uh, it's such a universal annoyance to people yeah and just for fun peter would you buy your t-shirt uh, i should first mention the t-shirt costs 65 dollars. oh my god <laughs> so maybe that gives you the answer <laughs> i would not buy the t-shirt no. um even if it were 25 dollars. is it is it does it look nice yeah it looks great oh i mean i tend to look good in a lot of shirts most very strong <laughs> i don't know if we've mentioned those things in the podcast um no, it's a nice, it's a fine T-shirt, but it doesn't but seem it's to not, do anything. It's yeah. not as fine as other $65 T-shirts. Correct. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, in particular, Wiley, who came in from outside. A pleasure. Thank you. So that's our show. The Most Useful Podcast Ever is produced by Jack Dillon. We'd like to thank Sarah Bentley and Andy Bowers from Panoply and Popular Mechanics Editor-in-Chief Ryan D'Agostino. 
Please subscribe to our show on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us a comment. We'd love to know what you think. If you want to read more about carving turkeys and invincible phones, you can check out our website, popularmechanics.com slash podcast. While you're there, you can subscribe to the print and digital edition of Popular Mechanics magazine for just $13.99 a year. I'm Jacqueline Detweiler. Thanks for listening.